Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of our Unsolved Podcast. I'm David Lydon. On this episode, we're focusing on the hit-and-run death of Gregory McRoberts in Midland County. Detectives with the Midland County Sheriff's Office have been trying to find his killer for more than three decades. This case also has a surprise twist that in some ways helped detectives, but also raised a lot more questions. We spoke with Detective Brett Benzing with the Midland County Sheriff's Office. He's one of the detectives currently working the McRoberts case. So let's go back now to December 12th of 1991. We'll let Detective Benzing take it from here as Greg is walking along Meridian Road. Greg had uh, some vehicle issues and had parked his vehicle at uh, a local uh, establishment along M30. Um, had gone home to um, make contact with his then fiance um, and uh, subsequently took his bicycle back to that establishment to uh, apparently work on the vehicle. Well, ultimately, uh, between points A and B, that, that is unknown to um, the perpetrator and the evidence that we have, but uh, the evidence simply indicates that uh, he was likely struck by a vehicle uh, along uh, the side of Meridian Road uh, and his body then thrown into the ditch. And several days would pass before Greg was reported missing, and it would be several weeks before his body was discovered. There are some significantly deep uh, west side ditches there that were water-filled, uh, detritus and leaves and things of that nature that had, uh, uh, we believe, probably concealed the fact that the, the body was there, uh, but located within uh, close distance to the bicycle. Um, as well as what we believe to be a, a debris field of uh, the striking vehicle. So unfortunately for us, due to the fact that it took uh, uh, approximately a month before uh, Greg's body was found, uh, the scene had uh, plow trucks and lots of things through it. So that rendered it difficult for original investigators. Um, I do believe that originally there were some concerns about how he could have been injured. Um, some theories about what the striking vehicle may or may not have been. Uh, looking back and finding the debris field, uh, we did find a certain uh, color scheme of uh, bezel pieces and plastics uh, that all came back to a similar vehicle. Uh, we did analyze uh, some of that plastic uh, that did have human hair lodged within as well as uh, uh, fiber evidence which is consistent with uh, uh, Mr. McRoberts and so that kind of narrowed our focus down to a uh, a mid-80s model uh, cutlass, um, maybe blue, uh, brown, or red in color, or could be all three, uh, but we did have a proliferation of light blue poly, which is an Oldsmobile paint. But all these years later, that vehicle still has not been found. Tips slowly trickled into the sheriff's office over the years, but nothing definitive that pointed to Greg's killer. That was until 2005. That's when Greg's family got a two-page letter in the mail. It was typewritten and appeared to be a confession letter from the person who hit and killed Greg. There was significant investigation that took place. Uh, one of the things with cases that are not solved within short order is uh, the shadows that grow. And that's kind of a natural occurrence. Uh, who did it, when, how, what. Um, and a lot of part of cold case investigation is, is kind of uh, putting light on those shadows. Um, so there was lots of investigation, lots of rumor mills and things like that. Uh, hit and runs are notoriously hard to solve um, simply due to the mechanics of how the uh, crimes take place. Uh, but in 2005, the family did receive a two-page typewritten anonymous note from the person alleging uh, that they were responsible for hitting Greg. 
Well, the note indicated that uh, this person felt uh, bad about what had happened, um, that they did um, had, had made some changes in their life and had some other uh, characteristics uh, that are similar to lots of people who go through life uh, in general, uh, but then maybe refocusing and wanting to do the best things possible and uh, taking account for what they did. Detectives, as you might imagine, poured over that letter, looking for any clues, including forensics, that might point them to the writer. They also eventually made the letter public, thinking perhaps someone would know the writer. So the, the letter itself has been analyzed by uh, three different statement uh, analysis experts. Uh, we've also had other agencies uh, that specialize in these types of investigations uh, in terms of uh, anonymous notes and written language and things like that. Uh, analyze that uh, to give us kind of a, a basic outline of who may have uh, uh, the personality of the striking uh, suspect. At the time, uh, DNA analysis, uh, I, I don't want to say it was in its infancy, but it was uh, in its stride. But since that time, technological advances have expanded exponentially. Um, and at this point in time, uh, we have a significant direction. Uh, analysis, uh, a new DNA analysis had, has been done with new technology, um, and we absolutely believe that uh, that will lead to uh, an end for this case an end detectives have been working for for more than three decades. I'm actually very close with the family. I keep in quite regular contact with uh, them. I, I see the circular impact of crime. It's not just something that affects our communities and families. It affects the, the, just the nature of uh, who we are as people. Um, I know that quite often uh, the word closure is bandied about, but um, I, I don't like to use that word. Um, I've met with victims of violent crime significantly, um, and there's really no such thing as closure. Um, nothing's going to bring Greg back. Um, he was always killed in the prime of his life. All the things that he could have done and should have done and was going to be are, are, are no more. Um, but I believe it gives a direction, and the thing that I'm excited about is that um, his children, his family members need that direction. Um, in, in my personal opinion, it's a direction um, for someone that ultimately uh, they would like to forgive. I think we are at this point closest, closer than we've ever been. Um, I believe that the subject that hit and killed Greg was uh, probably made a horrible mistake, was compounded by the simple fact that um, driving an automobile, whatever speed you're going, there's a geographic distance and uh, a distance that you would uh, divorce yourself from the, inc the incident itself um, and we're here to bring that person back and um, we sure would be appreciative if uh, they understood that we'd like to find their side of the story. Um, minds are left to wander, the family wonders, was this a directed incident? Did someone mean to hurt and kill our loved one? And uh, We think that's probably not true, um, but as I said before with cold cases, shadows grow, it's a natural thing. Um, but we're, we're coming and uh, we're, we're closer than we've ever been before. Uh, we sure like this person to build their own character um, and they referenced uh, their faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, if that is true and if they're honest about that, then they absolutely know that um, Jesus forgives them, the family will forgive them, um, but it requires an accounting of, of their mistake and we sure would like to meet with them um, out of just a regular plane and have a cup of coffee and sit down and find out what happened.
And that was Detective Brett Benzing with the Midland County Sheriff's Office. If you have any information about who hit and killed Gregory McRoberts, contact the Midland County Sheriff's Office at 989-839-4600. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsolved. For 9 and 10 News, I'm David Lydon.